Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. This week we will be discussing the Disney Plus miniseries, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I always find it so fun when we've like reported on news items like for so long and then it finally comes into fruition and then we get to watch it. It's fun. And it doesn't seem like we've even been reporting on this show for very long. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it happened really fast. I know it is. It's kind of surreal when that happens. Um, it also kind of shows how long we've been doing the podcast. Exactly. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> Our podcast is almost going to kindergarten. Age. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's wild. I think. Don't don't fact check that. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> how old you are when you go to kindergarten or how old the podcast is. No one, no one knows. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, we will get into that. But first, I know I have a lot of TV news. I do too. First and foremost, big news today for all of our succession heads is that season four has begun filming production and they're on the streets of New York. I saw a Dumois post of like some like th- posters in the street about succession filming. Ugh. Succession themselves tweeted about it. Can't wait. I'm so happy that they give us these updates. Like no I other know. shows like, really do that so much. And so I'm really happy they do. Remember how they didn't even have a Twitter or an Instagram till last season? <laughs> that is so wild. It's so funny. Yeah, I'm glad that the Succession team finally got got it together. More updates on the Jon Snow spinoff. I just bookmarked this because I thought that was, was very interesting. Um, last week, they announced that they are doing a Jon Snow Game of Thrones spinoff and Kit Harington's going to star in it. And they're now reporting that it was all Kit Harington's idea and that he like traveled to meet with George R. R. Martin and they wrote the story together. Um, and it was like his initial idea. Yes. yes. And they're like going with it. It's so, it's very interesting. I have not heard about this type of thing for anything. Me neither. Well, and it was funny because I saw that like E! News just reported on it like today. And I was like, I thought we already knew about this. I was so confused. Hmm. Yeah. The tweet I have saved, it says it's from four days ago. So E! News wild they also need to they need to get it together (laughs) (laughs) also it was funny because some of the quotes that people were uh pulling for these articles were from amelia clark and it's like what oh whoa (laughs) but they but but they were like well are you gonna be in it and she's like no i don't think so (laughs) so like it's just really (laughs) bizarre just goofy all around interesting Uh, but i'm happy kit has this like um i mean we did guess this last week that it's like you know it seemed like it caused him a lot of stress this role but he's not really doing much else but I'm glad that he clearly has like a return to loving Jon Snow and like clearly wants to do more if he's like drafting all these plans it's just (laughs) it's just very interesting very three words slash one of them is a name that we love here at Girl Meets Show is HBO Max, A24, and Megan Stalter from Hacks. And they're all coming together and making a show. 
And it's going to be following a 20-year-old Christian closeted lesbian as she wrestles with her sexuality and faith in God while entering adulthood in suburban Ohio. And wow, sounds great. I cannot wait. When did they say that's coming out? It's called out? Church Girls. Oh. I don't think they said when it's coming out. It was just barely announced. Like, they're just now working on it. Dang, I want it, like, this month. <laughs> I know, me too. But that's amazing news. Wow. Also, yeah, I would like to see, like, yeah, like, what's the inside of Meg Stalter's brain as she's creating a show? Excited and scared, but mostly excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. They announced that Selling Sunset has been renewed for season six and seven. Oh, whoa. Interesting, because I didn't see that news, but my news is that Tarek and Heather are going to be doing their own HGTV show. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't really know what it entails, but... Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You're going to watch? <laughs> I probably no. won't. <laughs> Tarek just, he gives me the creeps, but. He go. gives me the big creeps. Anytime I'm curious and go look at their Instagram stories, I instantly regret it. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just back to interesting. Yeah. They announced that they're doing a series for Netflix of uh, the book East of Eden starring Florence Pugh. And it's. Also very interesting because Zoe Kazan will write the series and her famous grandpa, Ilya Kazan, is the one who directed the fi- the film in 1955. And so there's major legacy there. I read that book a few years ago and actually loved it. So I'm pretty intrigued and I'm also really excited to see who else gets cast. Yeah, me too. You said Florence Pugh, right? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember because I think I was like, oh, she's she's taking my last piece of news. And then I, I clearly gra- wasn't listening. So. Grabbed it really? out of your hands. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. Yeah, I can't wait. Zoe plus Florence. I'm in. Yeah, Zoe. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. OK, Galaxy Brain. What if she had to do clickbait? So like. You know, sometimes they'll like make people do like a money grab thing before they'll let them do like a, pro- a passion project. And so she had to do Netflix series <laughs> clickbait. Like Hall's like Halsey on TikTok. who's <laughs> like, I want to release this song, but my label won't let me. <laughs> I have to have a viral TikTok. <laughs> or like if someone wants to make or like if Emma Thompson wants to make a Sundance movie, but she has to put on a fat suit and be Matilda or the Trunchbull to make money, you know, <laughs> exactly. stuff like that. Exactly. Um. Anyway, that's just a new theory, a rumor I'm going to start. And I hope we get quoted. Okay, I, like it. I hope that TMZ reaches out. <laughs> <laughs> this um, underground podcast called it. <laughs> a show that no one liked and no one is, has talked about <laughs> since. <laughs> Clickbait. But whatever. I realize I do have one more piece of news, which is that we have the run times of the Stranger Things last up two episodes of season four and Ooh. it is the wildest thing I've ever seen it is like they think they are Marvel because so there's two new episodes dropping on July 1st and one episode is 85 minutes and the l- episode nine is 150 minutes that is Mm-mm. illegal 
as the TV well, <laughs> connoisseurs, I don't want to be police because ACAB, but like. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really being rebellious in this episode your dad's going to listen to. <laughs> he knows I'm ACAB. It's fine. <laughs> but like, no. We're going to watch mm-hmm. it, but like, we're going to be so mad. I also am like, you know what? Make it a movie. Call it a movie. Why is that a problem? Why does it have to be a two and a half hour single episode of television? That is just wrong. Or like break it up. Do 12 episodes or like maybe edit. (laughs) Edit. It's called be discerning and leave in the stuff that we need and take out things that are a waste of time. Yeah. I'm very sad about that. I did also see that they did drop the trailer for the for quote unquote volume two, which is these two episodes also in quotes. <laughs> um, and yeah, trailer was fine. Also very long. <laughs> I did not watch it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't really think that you need to. It never personally. showed up anywhere on my feed, so it didn't find hmm. me. That's their fault. Yeah, not mine. Well, my last piece of news is that um, one of my favorite cartoons for adults, Tuca and Birdie, is on HBO Max now. And there's even an extra season that I have not watched yet. And I'm very excited because it's very, very good. And I saw that on my HBO Max homepage and thought of you. It's just so cute. And it's also like... I feel like it's impressive because they take a show that's, like, cute and weird and very funny. But they also actually talk a lot about, like, a lot of just, like, serious issues that, like, single working women go through. Even though they're, like, cute birds going through it. But they talk about, like, the workplace and just stuff. It's really, it's just, like, very good. And something that I just recently remembered, actually, is that John Early is in it. He voices a character and he voices, like, a work bro that is a misogynist. <laughs> and it's really, really funny hearing his voice like that because it's, it's nothing I would have predicted. But anyway, that's just another plug. And now, it's, and now it's a lot easier to watch than it once was. And it's very good. Well, that's great. And having a John Early plug is a good plug because piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. All right, for our top three this week, we are saying our top three kind of spinoff or like prequel origin stories that we would like to see similar to Obi-Wan Kenobi. One of us didn't listen, aka me, and I chose a, <laughs> I chose um, a couple of movies and Jordan stuck to TV shows. So if you're wondering who messed up there, it was me, but we're just going to roll with it because it was fun either way. Well, I'm excited that you did because it means we won't have a lot of crossover. That's true. It's very true. And I, I guess we'll see. doubt you'll have my one TV person, but that will be funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so excited. This was really fun to brainstorm. <laughs> um, who's your number three? My number three is Mayor of Easttown. I want to see the her high school days when she was like a basketball star and mm. kind of like leading up to kind of the way she is now. Um, I feel like there's a lot of stories to be told there. I agree. Kind of, I think that's great. Almost like Yellow Jackets vibes a little bit. Probably not 
I don't think she was like stranded in a plane crash, but I just feel like maybe that's kind of the tone it could be. Totally. And like clearly like her relationship with her mom, seeing that kind of develop would be interesting too. Totally. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. There's a lot. And like everyone in the town still lives there forever. So it'd be like the same characters, just younger. And it would be really fun. Yeah. That's fun. That is fun. Well, for my third one, this is my only TV one I chose. I want an Aiden origin story from Sex and the City. Or like, what has he been doing while he's been (laughs) MIA? That is so funny. Well, here's... Okay. That is actually... The structure is so Star Wars timeline. Because it's like, we have the show. And that's like the prequels or something and then it's like but then we have these movies that fit in and then we have this new show so like it's kind of like how we have several star wars shows and trilogies that like mm-hmm. and you kind of have to think of what the timeline actually would be and like yeah he, he it would literally be like an obi-wan kenobi but of sex in the city <laughs> some crossover when he's in like um egypt or wherever they go i can't remember morocco or something dubai From the movie. Something. actually dubai, i never saw yeah, that yeah. That's you know what's actually so funny is that something I was thinking about. I was did you ever watch the Carrie Diaries? Because no, that I also I, did. I forgot about it, that. It all ties into like this. It has they have so much content here that's all Sex in the City. Wow, Sex in the City is Star Wars. My mind is I mean, blown. It basically is. Also, I didn't watch all the Carrie Diaries, but what I did a long time ago was really good. So it's good. If you're ever curious, it's not bad. I have to go back. (laughs) It's pretty fun. And it has Elvis in it. So there you go. It's like the one other thing I know he's in. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can't, I can't believe that's your number three. That is (laughs) hyping up your one and two. Wow. I'm going, I am going to be sad because one of them you won't appreciate as much because you haven't seen it, but. Oh, dang it. Well, I'll act like. Hopefully it'll just inspire you to see it. Yes, I'm sure it will. Um, my number two, kind, I mean, judging from how much we love the show, it's kind of obvious, but Logan Roy, like, what was his childhood? I mean, his childhood is like, it would be very different from um, the lifestyles of succession, but like, kind of like, how was his rise to become like the most famous media mogul CEO in the world, you know, like that Mm -hmm. would be interesting. Well, and like his relationship with his brother who Mm -hmm. has an also interesting story. Exactly. In real life and in the show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that is, I don't know. I hope that someone's writing that right now. I'm sure they are. Starting Mm -hmm. out as fanfic. Um, okay, my number two is from the movie About Time. I just would love to see um, kind of the origin or like another generation of that family, the how the boys get to like travel back in time and kind of how that was discovered or even just Bill Nighy, mm-hmm. like and how he learned about having that power. And I love that movie so I'll take anything I could get. I just always thought that that would be an interesting thing that they could they could do many a movies about. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like the movie leaves you wanting more for sure, too. Mm-hmm. 
like more totally. into the lore of the time travel i would love that i feel like mm-hmm. there would be a huge audience for that too everyone loves that movie i know it's kind of funny i mean have you been watching time traveler's wife because i definitely have not <laughs> no. but it's like maybe they should have done that instead of like another <laughs> really time should've. traveler's wife Okay, my number one. It is funny because some of the first ones I thought of were shows what we've just recently watched. Um, and what I picked was Young Deborah Vance from Hacks. Mm, brilliant. Yeah. I'd love to see it. I would love to see her rise to stardom. Because, yeah. like, we we really don't know much about, like, her family or, or her upbringing, do we? Like, was her family already in entertainment? Did she make it on her own? Yeah, like... It would, and I feel like there's a lot they could do there with, like, jumping around in time, like, flashing forward to, like, when she had her show, her late night show, briefly or whatever, and, like, the drama with her husband and her sister, stuff like that. Totally. I love that. My last one is the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. I'm sad you haven't seen it because I feel like you would really appreciate this part because um, the whole movie is like about a bunch of different multiverses, which I know you love because you love the Matrix. And there's one <laughs> multiverse in particular that is extremely Matrixy, and they're kind of the ones that are like trying to like save the world. And I would love a spinoff of how they came to be and found each other and whatnot. Again, I just think that's one of the best movies made in a very long time. And so I'll, I'll take anything I can get, even though I'm not getting anything. This is just all hearsay. <laughs> but if anyone's listening, I want it. I am sad that I can't fully appreciate that because... And I'm also grateful, though, that you're still not, like, spoiling anything because I still got to see it. Yeah, you do. One bonus that I had is Henry Winkler's character from Barry. Like, I want to see... Ugh. Him when he's horrible to everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> but, like, also he's, like, super famous back then and stuff, but everyone hates him. I feel like that would – maybe it wouldn't be that fun to watch. That's why I didn't – I picked Deborah. That would be way more entertaining to watch, and you'd get to, like, um, kind of see, like, what it's like to be a woman working in entertainment in, like, the – I think it's, like, the 70s kind of is when she's kind of, like – been it like she has a late night show and stuff but i don't know if it would be that fun to watch like a man being horrible to everyone like Mm -hmm. seen it you know i don't necessarily need a whole show but it was funny to think because it's like this character has such a big history but we've never actually seen it Mm -hmm. which i think is clever on barry but i would also be really it would be funny funny idea Still like to see it yeah yeah um one i just thought of is charlie from girls i think it would be really interesting (gasps) to see like the same timeline as girls but kind of since Mm -hmm. he's out of it for like chunks and then comes back in like seeing him um get so much uh like praise from that company he started but then also like his downfall that's so a really good story and i'd take anything to see him again i know um i mean they what if lena made boys and it's like the guys because like oh you could do because there's a lot of there's some parts where adam driver is not in it either like what's up with him you know yeah charlie oh that would be good that would be really good now i want her to do that and it would be it would be interesting seeing her like write for all these like male protagonists 
Mm-hmm. Like, I really think she could do it, and it would be really interesting. I agree. I totally think she could do it. I just think that these are all such good ideas, and I really want them to be real. Oh, I'm sad that they're fake. Agreed. It's a curse to have such great ideas all the time. <laughs> it truly, truly is. All right, Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. I feel like Jordan is definitely the bigger Star Wars head here. I am a casual Star Wars fan. I've seen everything that Star Wars has put out for the most part, other than like the Clone Wars and uh, Boba Fett, maybe. But I don't mm-hmm. really... Well, honestly, same. Honestly, that I haven't watched those either yet. Maybe But someday. you've like rewatched them a lot and you know, you know, you didn't have to look up the family tree like I did. And okay. like, I- <laughs> true. <laughs> and so I always get intimidated watching shows like this because I f- feel like because I'm like more of a casual fan and not like, uh, I don't make like liking Star Wars any part of my brand. Like someone would, for example, someone at work, I asked them if they were watching it. And they were like, oh, do you like Star Wars? And I was like, yeah, like I do. Like, But I always feel intimidated saying that because if anyone asked me a single question about it, I would like cramp up and be like, uh, I don't know who Darth Vader actually is. <laughs> <laughs> that honestly is like kind of like a bummer, though, because like it's also like who has ownership over Star Wars? It's like the most mainstream thing in the world. So it's mm-hmm. funny that it's like, it's almost like the people that are way intense have just like claimed it and now other people have to like prove that they like it or something. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's messed up. I agree. And I know we're on the same page about that. But I something I love that you love Star Wars. I I think that is Thank fun. you. Well, and uh that was just my lead in to say that like I really like these Star Wars Disney Plus shows because I think that they're really great for casual Star Wars fans. And I don't, I actually haven't even heard if Jordan liked this series or not, but I'm going to assume that maybe she did. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. But Hmm. (laughs) I will say that casual Star Wars fans and intense Star Wars fans can come together and enjoy a series like this. Um, because I just think it's done so well and it's like such a short amount of time and like storyline that it's easier for me to like remember I'm not like having to like go back and remember like this whole entire history of things where I feel like I kind of have to do that with the movie with this it was like I just basically had to remember Luke and Leia's origin stories for the most part and that was it yeah well and you were right. I did really like this. I really enjoyed it. Um, it kind of almost, since I didn't watch Boba Fett and I didn't hear a ton of things that made me super tempted to start it, you know? And mm-hmm. so it reminded me how much I do love these Disney Plus Star Wars series, like you're saying. Um, and I feel like anything you needed to know, they were doing a good job of telling you without, like, spelling it out super obviously. Like, I felt like it was very clear you know that Obi-Wan trained Anakin. Like, they talk about Mm -hmm. the emotions surrounding that and, like, without just doing straight-up, like, narration. And um, you, you, like, it's easy to tell that, like, oh, this guy is Luke's uncle. 
that's taking care of him. You know, like mm-hmm. you don't necessarily need to remember everything from like the original Star Wars from the 70s, but like it's very clear what's going on. I felt like they did mm-hmm. a really good job with that. I agree cuz I feel like the only time I really had to do any research was out of my own curiosity of like did this actor play the same character back in the day or is this a new actor kind of thing Mm -hmm. and they almost always did it was really Mm -hmm. cool yeah it was really cool I wondered because like I remember when they like said they like well they dropped they dropped the cast so long ago that it was fun because I basically forgot so many of the cameos that were going to come up so that was really fun Mm -hmm. um including when I looked up that um that guy in the first episode is a freaking safty brother. Mm-hmm. I was dying. I was like, I was that's shocked that, that he is? died so quickly. I know it was. It was so funny. I was um, really laughing at that. I was also but laughing like, at um, like Zach Braff voicing a character. Yes, I saw Zach Braff post something that he was in the episode, but he only posted. Like, on his Instagram, but I hadn't watched it yet, so I didn't know where he was going to pop up. But in his picture, it showed him with all those little dots on his face that it was, like, <laughs> not a human. And I was like, whoa, he's, like, hideous. <laughs> I loved that. Um, But, like, because so Joel Edgerton is in, uh, like, episode three when it came out in, like, 2004 or whenever that was. And so when they announced he was going to be in it again, I was like, is he going to look like so old though? But it all really worked. I feel like no one looked out of place age wise at all. Mm-mm. Um, even I thought Bonnie it, I thought from the bow. Even Bonnie. She looked great. <laughs> yeah, she did. She looked, I don't know. It was just so good. I thought they did a really good job. I agree. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. Um, loved the six episode length. Um, and I, my only complaint, and I've already complained about this to Jordan, but I did feel like, uh, especially in the beginning, Leia, I mean, she's a child, so like, I don't blame her, but like every time it showed her, it just felt so cheesy. And like, I think it was like hard because it was like a stark contrast of her being surrounded by some of like the greatest actors of all time. (laughs) So like, I don't blame her. But especially when she was, like, kept running away. I don't know. Maybe it was also, like, the way that it was filmed. But it was just, like, seemed really cheesy. Like, it seemed like she was running so slow. So the fact that no one could ever catch her (laughs) felt weird. There was one part where it really felt like they just filmed, like, them blocking the scene. I Mm -hmm. I totally forgot about that until you said that where I was kind of like, okay, like, what (laughs) is going on? And you know what? You're not the only... I was just talking to someone else yesterday about how distracting she was, like, not very good at acting. But then she got better. That's what um, my brother-in-law and sister were saying, too. Yeah, I agree. She did um, get better. I would say, like, halfway through, I was over it. Yeah. But I do... I agree with you. Also, something... I mean, like, I'm not an expert on, like, kid ages, but she seemed a lot younger than 10. Like, I know she's, like, a small kid, but sometimes she almost was acting really, really little, like seven years old or something to me yeah I'm actually surprised to hear that she's 10 yeah I feel like that would it's not even that big of a complaint really I feel like that's probably the only weakness I would say too I think everything else was really strong 
Um, I was comparing it to Mandalorian because I can't help but not. Yeah. Um, and I was I was wondering if I think maybe overall Mandalorian might be like a stronger show overall. I think I don't I don't know for sure, but I really think that like Ewan McGregor was so good and like grounded this show so much and. I think it, there was also something more fun about seeing all these like familiar characters and like the familiar story. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just can't really beat that. Um, like it really made me want to like, like go back and like kind of do a full marathon again with like, and then fit this in order kind of where it was going. Um, Cause I also think that this, I think helped elevate the star Wars prequels a little bit because I felt like, the at like you just get so much emotion when Obi-Wan and Darth Vader are like have a big confrontation. Like there were parts that I was like tearing up. I was like, this is really emotional. Mm-hmm. Like just the regrets and like it was so sad. I was like, I was really impressed with how emotional it really felt. It felt very genuine. Yeah, I teared up a couple times in the finale. I was like, this is beautiful. I was really <laughs> just like I was really emo about uh, several things. I loved it. Well, I s- in my notes, I have main takeaway, men have feelings, question mark. <laughs> and so I kind of liked that that was one of like the main plot points, I guess, like including Darth mm-hmm. Vader. But yeah, I feel similarly. I still think I prefer, like if I had to rank them, I would say Mandalorian is still on top for me. I think majority just because they probably have a little bit more money because of how well the first season went. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, it did seem like The Mandalorian looks a little bit better than the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I don't know. There were some things that were happening in Obi-Wan where I was like, this should look a little bit cooler and less fake than it does t- right now. And I don't know why. Could just be me. But there were, like, a couple scenes where I was like, okay, this could be really cool, but, like, it looks almost a little too fake or, like, green screened kind of thing. Mm. Um, Where in The Mandalorian, it's like, everything looks so crisp and legit. Mm -hmm. And they were going to, like, more planets and stuff in Mandalorian, too. Yeah. There's way more variety. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I don't want to, like, think they did this on purpose and give them too much credit, but it is kind of, like... The prequels are so fake looking, especially when like now I watched them last year and like they look horrible. Like it's the time. What are they going to do? It's like 1999, but it literally like <laughs> looks like you're playing a video game on your like Windows 95. <laughs> like it mm-hmm. looks bad. So it's almost like are they trying to like blend it in better? This is another galaxy brain thing because like <laughs> why would they do that intentionally make it look worse? But it is kind of funny that it's like, it almost feels in line. And then, like, I don't know. and Because it reminds me of, like, with Rogue One, that takes place right after or right before the original 70s Star Wars. And so it's like that one looks like it was made kind of in this. Like, their fashion's all 70s and their hairstyles and stuff. But, like, that I again, that's giving them way too much credit to be like, let's make this feel like this was made in the <laughs> early 2000s. <laughs> like, why? They have Disney Plus money. It's like Taylor Swift making her Carolina song with only instruments that were made from that time. 
<laughs> they filmed yes. this only using tools that were available back then. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would honestly be so funny. Even if it's not Star Wars, someone should try to make like a CGI movie using only those tools today and see how good they can if get it. If it could be better because they like know how to use them more. Yeah, that or would something. be really interesting. Like remake Star Wars today, but still using those tools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Should be a reality show. Dang. I'm glad that you. I'm glad you liked it so much because it is one of those things. I feel like this was a good test because sometimes I. I was wondering as I was watching it. I was like, Am I just enjoying this because of how much I love Star Wars and the nostalgia mm-hmm. factor or whatever? But I really think this is like it's just an enjoyable show casual fan i feel like you could probably if for some reason you're interested even though you've never seen any star wars i think that would be shocking kind of but i feel like you would still like it yeah i agree i think you would because even though i just kind of complained about how it looked visually it still looks really cool (laughs) like that's there's some um lightsaber scenes between obi-wan and vader and like it did look really cool and it was freaking it was just done really sweet. well really well i totally agree that was a really i was very impressed especially because that was when there's like they're in all those like mountain spike things and i yes. was like this is freaking awesome i mm-hmm. loved that oh it was so good it was great and so many fun cameos we already talked about some but oh man there's That's even half more. the fun of the show yeah we we barely scratched the surface on the fun cameos for for real. Yeah. Crush of the week. I'll be shook if we don't have the same crush. Are you giving it up to our guy Ian McGregor? Yeah. Definitely. He looked great. I was he shocked. He was Oh my gosh. I thought he was so beautiful in this. Um and he really did just like um, I, I thought it was great, but I feel like he really like elevated it. He was like playing a very, one of the most like a famous character, but like brought new stuff to it and also seemed like he was having fun. Like you can always tell yeah. when someone's like not having fun. They kind of hate to be there. He was like just leaning so far in. I loved, I just thought he was amazing. I loved him so much. Yeah, I totally agree. It like definitely didn't seem like it was like he was had any ill feelings about like returning to this character and was just like completely thrilled. I also mm-hmm. really felt that with the scenes with him and Hayden Christensen. I was like, this is so fun. Yes. Like they're clearly having so much fun. Yeah. Oh, I love seeing that. I do feel like um I want to give props to Hayden Christensen too cuz I feel like he I mean, you've watched the prequels. He doesn't, he's, he's not that good. I don't think it's his fault. I think the writing was very um, stiff and weird in the prequels, but I feel like he's mostly famous for people being like, yeah, he's hot, but he like wasn't good. (laughs) But I feel like he was like good in this and still playing the same character, like consistent with how he is in the prequels. And then like, Mm -hmm. He's the I think he's the one in the in Darth Vader's suit in this show too. And like that's kind of epic too like knowing he's doing that acting too. Probably not all the stunts but like I think he was like being Darth Vader which he didn't really ever get to even do in the prequels. So it's just like mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. He 
looked so young that I was like, it literally looks like they like aged him down or something. I was was wondering that too. Because the flashback, it didn't have any of those like weird de-aging face moments that I feel like Mm -hmm. we see a lot of the times. I guess I saw pictures of him and he doesn't really look like really, really old now. Maybe they just had, it was just all makeup. Because he really, it looked like from back in the day. I was surprised they didn't have like a um a bonus scene or like a scene from their like next Star Wars spin-off at the end cuz I feel like they usually do that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder what it I would just, even be. I don't know. I, I can't think of anything that they've like announced that's coming. But I remember that was like the big thing. I guess maybe that it happened one time so now I'm just like it's like Marvel putting bonus scenes at the end, but like they did that mm-hmm. with Boba Fett at the end of the last season of the Mandalorian. So I guess I just assumed oh, that they were yeah. going to do that again. Well, I would really like them to. Honestly, I would like them to do another season of Obi-Wan. Yeah, I, wish. I was wondering if they had announced whether or not that that was happening or like would that happen? I don't know. I don't know either. I I don't know. I feel like cuz this one was so focused on little Leia that they could do another one focused kind of on little Luke and like Mhm other like jedi hunters out there something i feel like they could totally do more i would and i would watch it i would love it but well and the whole time i was watching it i was just like it's so fascinating that they're able to take this like this star wars world and make so many different like spin-offs off of it while still like mm-hmm. keeping things in like timeline and in family lines and like storylines because like with stuff like that, I would feel like that's a lot of pressure because fans will get so mad at you if you mess that up. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like the fact that they're able to like do that is pretty wild. I know. I wonder if they just had to a while ago be like, okay, we're just not going to care if anyone's <laughs> furious. Because I think people do get mad, but it's just like, get over it. I mean, I haven't liked every Star Wars movie, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess it's not always because like I... I'm like, oh, they took too many liberties with these fictional characters. Like that. Yeah. I, people that are mad about that, I think are ridiculous. But it is. I mean, it. it's like what's more famous, this or like Harry Potter or something. It's like the most famous franchises in Marvel. It's like those are like they're huge. Yeah. Well, glad we both liked it. Yeah, me too. And I guess may the force be with everyone. And... <laughs> Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.